Today on Hands On Photography, we're going to take a look at how color can really just change the mood and the emotion of your art. Whether it be a photo, whether it be video, we're going to take a look at just how powerful color can be and really, really grab the attention of all of those folks checking out your art. Y'all stay tuned. Podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This episode of Hands-On Photography is brought to you by Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastics by reinventing some home essentials that are good for you and the planet. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash hop. What's happening, everybody? I'm Ant Pruitt, and this is Hands-On Photography here on Twit. Hey, hope y'all are doing well. I'm unbelievable as always. This is a podcast where I like to sit down and share different tips and tricks that are going to help make you a better photographer as well as a better post processor. And from time to time, I do like to sit down with a uh, another content creator, professional photographer, videographer, what have you, to share their tips and tricks with you, the loyal hands-on photography listeners and viewers. Uh, but today, this is just going to be a quick little run through on some um, color theory, if you will. Well, not really color theory, but just the idea of using color in your photos and in your videos to help just give a bit of emotion to your shot or to your scene. And it's quite fascinating how all of this stuff works. And you probably don't even notice it when you're looking at different images and looking at different TV shows and movies, but every single one of those artists are using color one way or another to, to help manipulate you into feeling something. And it's a pretty cool thing. And I want to walk you through just how to recognize it and, and how you can even start to put it into your work, whether it be your photography or your videos and just start putting it out there and playing around with colors. Okay. All right. So first let me just give you a couple of different examples. Um, for those of you that have Netflix subscriptions, there's not many people on the planet that don't have access to it at the very least. Uh, but Netflix has uh, a popular television series, quote unquote, on there called Ozark. If you look at that show, um, it takes place a lot of times in broad daylight. And every now and then it goes into some dark scenes because there's a lot of um, hmm, dark moments with people dying and things like that. But in the, in the daylight, it's still gives you the mood of an eerie, dark um, vibe. You know, uh, it, 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 the story, I'm not going to particularly spoil it for you, but the story is basically some regular people dealing with the drug cartel. And of course, you know, that's never going to just be a fun and rosy situation. So it's a bit of a dark and tense mood. And if you watch Ozark, when the first thing I noticed when I turned it on is the color coding, the color correction on it and the color grading that's on it in particular. There tends to be a lot of blue going on, a lot of blue hues, a lot of cool color temperatures. And that works perfectly because as you go through the different scenes of dealing with, I don't know, some henchmen chasing after you for your life, uh, that's pretty tense. And having it properly colored really does sell the mood of that. And another example would be not necessarily something on Netflix, but the movie Joker. Okay. Now I know that movie was really, really controversial from a mental health standpoint. 
And let me go ahead and tell you firsthand, I am an advocate of the mental health uh, awareness group. Um, it runs deep here in my family. And we take that quite seriously. And I remember watching that movie with my family and huh, it was quite frustrating and, and a bit too real, you know, for us to watch that. Why is that? Aunt? Well, regarding the script there, a lot of the things that happened in the script was pretty much true to life on some experiences that we had. But the other side of it is just, it gave this real emotional tug at me, you know, because of how it was colored. As you look at the, the movie Joker, you will notice there's a lot of, of orange and there's a lot of teal and it's a lot of just rich, rich, rich orange and teal. And it's not, they're not really uh, just sort of sprinkling it in. They really pushed it in the coloring for that particular movie. And as this, this character is dealing with, with loss and dealing with pain, you, you can really feel that based on not only the acting skills in the script, but again, the color just sort of helps enhance that. And I really do appreciate how well they did that movie as well as just how well they did the color on it. Cause it really just took it to the next level for me. Now, what about you? What about some examples that you could do inside of your photos or your videos? I have a couple of examples here on my computer here. There's a photo that I worked on recently, and then there's a video clip. You, you're going to recognize the video clip here. Um, but before we do that, I want to take a few minutes to thank this week's fine sponsor, the folks over at Blue Land. Did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not enough, most cleaning formulas are pretty much 90% water, which is heavy to ship and leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you, for me, and the whole daggum planet. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the number of plastic bottles and containers you throw away? I'm sure you do. Ever thought about purchasing a more quote-unquote eco-friendly product, but didn't know where to start? Or well, maybe you just tried a few green products and found them just a little bit too daggum expensive. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then we need to have you meet the folks over at Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastics by reinventing home essentials that are good for you and good for the planet. Blue Land's innovative tablet refill solution takes up 10 times less space than a traditional bottle, and their powerful formulas keep you your home and your, and your house just smelling so daggum amazing and super clean. The idea is simple. You just grab one of their beautiful forever bottles and you fill it up with warm water. Then you drop in one of their tablets and get the cleaning. That's it. Easy as that. Refills start at just $2 and you don't have to buy a new plastic bottle every time you run out. That's green. See? Green. You can even set up a subscription so you never run out of products you use the most. And you can save even more when you buy in bulk from cleaning sprays, the hand soap, the toilet cleaner and laundry tablets, all the blue land products are made with ingredients you could feel good about. I personally enjoy their dish soap as well as their toilet cleaner. It's so cool to drop the little tablets in the toilet and it just sort of fizzes up and you just know it's cleaning and doing its thing. Love that quick and easy. Try to clean essentials kit, which has everything you need to get started. Blue Land products come in a refreshing signature scent like iris agave, fresh lemon, and eucalyptus mint 
And for a limited time, their hand soap is getting a full fall upgrade with three refreshing new scents. You get apple butter. Ooh, man, I love apple butter. Vanilla chai and maple pumpkin. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash hop. That's 15% off your first order of any Blueland product at blueland.com slash hop. One more time, blueland.com slash hop. And yeah, I really do appreciate Blueland supporting the show. Make sure you use that link so they know that I sent you. Thank you, Blueland. Appreciate you. All right. So back to the show. Let me hop on over into my computer here. We're going to take a look at an image. So let me just sort of walk you through the process here. All right. If you're a member of Club Twit, which is our members only um, platform to help support the network. Um, I've spoken about Club Twit before, but if you're a member of Club Twit, I spoke to the members about this particular photograph and my thought process on how to get this presented to a client. Um, because it's a bottle of wine, as you can see, but it's a bottle of Malbec wine. And for those who don't know, Malbec is a red wine and when I saw this shot, I had a whole different vision and a whole different mood in my head before I even clicked the shutter. But of course, what I saw in my head is not what I had set up in my studio. I had my lighting I had a little simple backdrop, snapped the shot, and then I knew I was going to have to work on this in post. And by doing that, I said, OK, inside of post, I'm really going to play around with the colors to help change the mood. So I went from creating this this shot here just straight out of camera to creating this shot. And as you can see, it totally changes the mood. You go from this whole light and airy, standard, static wine bottle shot that's got nice lighting, so on and so forth. Now, granted, it's a touch overexposed, but I'm not adjusting it right now. I'm leaving it at that <laughs> to this rich, warm and, and, and just sort of a cozy classic feel to a bottle of red wine. And and all of that was just done based on colors. You can see the background is two totally different colors. I totally went in and just changed the background up to sort of match the mood that I was going for. So again, just play around with the colors to help give a certain emotion and give a certain mood to your art. Now, next, I want to hop on over into Premiere Pro. And this is a piece of footage that, you know, we've already talked about before on a previous episode of Hop. And this is just a man sitting at a desk, you know, got the solder and iron out and just doing this creative thing. And when I looked at this shot, I was thinking, OK, now this could be a cool image to play around with, a cool set of frames to play around with. Why? Because it could sort of go both ways. This is someone that's in their basement work workroom, what have you, you can turn that into a cheerful, someone's just learning or playing around with their new toys kind of thing, or into something a little bit more sinister. This is someone down here in their dark workroom and they're plotting to build this sinister drone or something. Other, you know, and all of that can be done based on color. So let's play around with this one. This is the standard view of it right now. I've already done a rough cut rough processing of it over here previous, uh, previously, but we'll do this here live. So let's go ahead and grab some adjustment layers and just sort of play around with this. So I'm going to take this adjustment layer, add it on to the timeline, and I'm going to go over into my Lumetri color panel here inside of Premiere Pro. 
Okay, so let's make this really, really bright and airy and just cheer this up a little bit. As I'm looking at this scene in the background, we got again the dark shadows over here, dark shadows on the right. There's clearly some tools back here on this rear wall, but they're sort of hidden in the shadows. Let's bring all of that stuff up. And then we have these practical lights here, one on the, over the top of his head and one in the background. Um, let's bring all of that up. It's just so dark in there. So first thing we can do is just bring up the exposure like so. Let's bring that up a little bit. We can bring up the shadows a little bit. And you just look at that right there. That's already starting to look a little bit more cheerful just from lifting the shadows and bringing up the exposure. We can now even see that there's a red bicycle in the background and little pops of color like that tends to give a, a happy, cheery mood, you know, especially something red and shiny like that. But let's play around with it just a touch more. I want to warm this up, you know, so essentially taking the regular normal white balance that we have going on here and warming it up to make it just look a little bit more inviting. I can just grab this little temperature slider over here if I want and just push that up but it's not really giving us the same effect. So what we need to do is dive into the color grading tools down here in Premiere Pro, go to these color wheels. And you got, you know, we talked about this when we were analyzing scopes. You have your shadows, midtones, and highlights. So let's play around with the highlights. And I'm just gonna drag this highlights color wheel closer to the orange. Just really, really warm it up like that. You know, and you can really you can really push it and then just pull it back to where you find a bit of a happy medium. Something like that. And if I do a little bit of a before and after, let's see what this looks like. So. We turn this off. This is before. My computer's tried to freeze on me and then. This is the after. Like that. Just a little warmer, a little bit more inviting. Maybe if I even take the shadows and warm the shadows up some too. Just a touch. And then I will put, I will balance it out in the midtones. No, actually, let's use the midtones and warm them up because the midtones tend to, to affect the skin. Remember, we talked about that on episode 149 or so too. So now I'll take the shadows, cool the shadows off just a little, just for a little balance. Take those midtones and highlights all the way up to something fairly warmer. Okay, so now again, this is looking way more inviting. Whoops, I pushed those midtones a little too far. Now that I look at it, there we go. And yes, don't pay attention to my scopes because I'm clipping over here on the right. I notice, um, but I'm trying to overdo it because it's hard to see these things inside of a uh, podcast viewer, if you will. All right, so what we have now, if I turn this off, this was the before. As the computer pauses, there we go. That's the before. We got all of these dark shadows and it's sort of, I don't know, it's nice looking. It's, it, it's well done, but it just has a whole different mood to it. Now turn this on. This is the after. Now we have a, a lit up room. Somebody that's just sitting in a workspace doing their thing, having a good time playing with a new toy or new gadget. 
something along those lines. Okay. So now let's take that to the other side of the spectrum, if you will. So I'm going to delete this uh, adjustment layer and we're going to add a brand new one. So I'm going to try a new one over here. Okay. And this is going to be our starting point again. So I want to make this a little bit more moody and a little bit darker and just sort of show, you know, something mm, creepy, if you will. <laughs> Some creepy dude in his basement working on God, who knows what. So let's go back to our Lumetri color panel. And instead of going on the warm side of things, I want to go cool and dark. So let's take the exposure and I'm going to lift the exposure up just a little, but I'm going to take those shadows and just play around with them and see how they look. I'll pull the shadows up just a touch. Yeah, like that. Then I'll take the exposure back. So, yeah, let's keep the exposure balance. Pull the shadows up because I still want to see some details in those shadow areas, but I'm not necessarily trying to light up the whole room. Okay. So that's looking decent so far. Let's give it a little contrast to make everything sort of pop. Good. I think that's working better there. So we got a decent starting ground. And then again, we'll just go down to our color wheels here. Shadows, midtones, highlights. Let's play around with that. So let's really, really get in the shadows here and just, just make it cool and dark. So I'm going to drag it over to the blues like so something like this here. Yeah, something like that. And then we'll take the highlights and the highlights. I could probably go either way, but I'm going to take them down too, into the blues, something like that. But again, with the midtones, because I'm worried about the skin, I want to try to push that midtones closer towards the warmer colors. Something like that. Okay. All right. So now this is starting to get there. This is looking a little bit better, but let's go back into the regular um, exposure settings and just sort of pull it back ever so slightly. Like that. Give it a little contrast. Like that. And now let's see if we can even cool it off more in the color temperature like that and just have fun. You know, there's really no, well, granted, maybe you can go too far in some instances, but you really have to play around with it to figure out what's going to work. And something like this doesn't look too bad there. I'm going to the curves tool. Let's go on the curves and get on the green curve. Pull up. Green just a little. And take the green down in the mids like that. And go into the red and take the reds, pull them up in the shadows just a touch. Because if you look down here in our RGB parade scopes, everything was hitting below zero. We don't want those to be below zero, remember? We want it to be right above it. And then let's pull that. Something like that. Yeah. 
Then I'm going to play with the blue. Let's see. Something along these lines. Yeah. Yeah. So that's looking a little bit more creepy. Because <laughs> if you look over here on the left of the screen, this is what it looked like originally. And this is what it looked like now after the color grading. But I can just do a before and after here on the timeline. So I can just turn off that adjustment layer. That's the before. And then actually I can just do this little after like that. There we go. So now if I play this back, you'll be able to see that I have a the sequence actually played out. And you'll see that there's the, the, the original one. And now this is the opened up nice and airy, warm looking, inviting, happy working on it. And now we're back to the who's this creepy guy in here in the basement? What is he working on? What is he building? <laughs> lots of fun, lots of fun. But again, folks, just just play around with it. Color can go a long way in your photography as well as in your video. Just understanding where to shift different hues in the channel as far as am I going to do this in the highlights? Am I going to do this in the shadows and things like that? Um, but yeah, you can play around with this inside of your, inside of Lightroom, inside of uh, Photoshop or whatever editor you use for photos. Same goes for video. Um, just like lighting, just, it's all about where you place things. So as a matter of fact, we can probably talk about lighting again here in a future episode because placement lights make a huge difference in the mood um, you'll see that a lot in the TV shows that you watch too. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me each and every week. I still get emails from you all. Keep sending them, keep sending them. And I answer them as, as fast as I can send any of your comments, questions, feedback, image critique request. If you want, uh, send them over to hop at twit.tv. Again, that's hop at twit.tv. And if it's uh, something that if there's an image that you have no problem with me showing it on the show, just say that inside of your email. So I have your written consent because I'm not going to show them unless I have your permission. Make sure you subscribe them, whatever podcast app you're using. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. The YouTube channel continues to grow. Thank you for subscribing and following over there. Hey, give us a five star rating if you're inside of uh Apple podcast or whatever it is you use for the podcast. If they have a rating system, rate us. And if you're on YouTube, do the like and share and all of that magical stuff, or just check out the website for the subscription options, twit.tv slash hop, twit.tv slash H O P. All right. Thank you again for the continued support. Thank you to my man, Mr. Victor for making me look and sound good each and every week. Hey, safely create and dominate now get out there and start playing around with your color grading. Y'all take care. Hey there, I'm Micah Sargent. Look, as a geek myself, I feel it's only fair if I admit something. We can be kind of hard to shop for. So what do you get for that geek in your life who has everything already? Well, a Club Twit gift subscription, of course. Twit podcasts keep them informed and entertained with the most relevant tech news podcasts available. With a Club Twit subscription, they're going to get access to all of our podcasts ad-free, 
exclusive outtakes, behind the scenes and special content, and I love this, exclusive shows like my own Hands on Mac and Hands on Windows from Paul Therott, as well as the Untitled Linux Show. So purchase your geek's gift at twit.tv slash club twit, and they will thank you every day.